What's up, y'all? It's your brother in the footwork, DJ Cornerstone, and you are watching Give Us the Works on the Footworkout channel, where I interview various dancers, DJs, and producers. So listen up and pay attention while our guest today gives us the works. Hey, man, first, I just want to say thank you for taking this time out. For uh no to do this interview, cuz shoot, yeah, man. So and welcome, man. It's uh give us the work. So we want to know all about P Top, man. Whatever you want to come out, man, promoting all everything, man. So you better eat that too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, shit. Well, you know, Gun Spot just won the second round for uh T Squad dance competition. Son, he got it. He got he got it, so I get it. Sean Martin, sorry about that. Oh, it's all right. Uh, Gun Squad just won a second round for the T Squad competition, dance competition for um, I think ten thousand dollars. So Woo! that's pretty good. We, we going back out there again. <laughs> uh, I think at the end of January um, or probably beginning of February. I don't know. They gotta hit us up and let us know. So I know yeah. our, our students is very psyched about that. They was nervous, but they was always on point and ready. Um, as far as the era, we always planning and working. Uh, you know, everybody, we got the stage show. Y'all gonna see that pretty soon. Like, you know, we've been touring it. Uh, we the last place we just at was um Minnesota. We uh -huh. toured it at Walker, and it was it was pretty dope. We did two shows out there. We was out there for like a week. Uh, the next, uh the last thing we just did, we just pro. Uh, performed for Red Bull twice. I know we had our own band, then we, we had, uh, opened up with Danny Brown. Oh, yeah. word, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Been working, been working. If Man. I ain't getting in bed, I'm out there kicking my legs and teaching stuff. Yeah. That's real, man. I could, hey, so I saw some of them clips, man, on, uh, it was one on ChicagoFootwork.com when y'all went to uh, the, the caffeine thing. With, uh, with with uh Tommy the Clown, that thing, man, I was like, <laughs> them brothers killed it, boy. Y'all checked that mug like the Tuskegee Airmen up in that thing, man. Thanks. Man, I was like, oh snap, with straight red tails on them. Yeah, I was like, yeah. man, that was live, man. Hey, Shoot. caffeine, caffeine is a big uh a big platform. Like, you know, uh, I noticed. When I uh, had did the dance show style Red Bull, yeah, caffeine had a part of that. Had a part of that, and you know, you I mean, you get some good recognition off of that, pretty much. And caffeine is pretty big. Like even the URL um, battle rap is on there. So like, I, it, it was pretty dope to have Goon Squad on caffeine app, and I think. Um, I think Tommy Clown been networking with them for quite a while. Mm -hmm. I know Sean been networking with with Tommy Clown for quite a while, like like for like a good year. So like they they been in cahoots for a while. So like for, for the caffeine, I feel like it's a plus, and to get Chicago footwork out there even more, yeah, very big for our city and our culture. You know, uh, I'm glad like the kids is getting great recognition off of it. And getting, uh, you know, getting noticed, noticed for their talent, what they love to do, and all that. Like it's just, yeah. no, man, it's real dope. 
that's for real, man. Yeah, um, especially so y'all actually get like gang of bank with that, man. That's cold. Then, oh, uh, yeah, I know. Too, so yeah, definitely can. That's dope, man. Let them um to see that they can do it. Like, not just like later on down the line, they're doing it right now. So yeah, that's a blessing. Man, so Goon Squad, that's uh I understand it's like is your mentor group, the group that you mentor. Uh, Goon Squad started as a battle click. Okay. That I've been in since like 06, 07. Um, you know, if I, you know, it's just like any other slower group. It is. It started with Kieran, Shorty, mm. Randy, Dave, and um, you know, they, they was from the South Side of Chicago. Okay. And they came north, and then they went back out south. So like, Goon Squad been going strong for a while but what makes it so different and um and organic and fresh is this fifth generation of uh, chicago footworkers with uh-huh. these kids. so what i could say is like speaking on behalf of the culture like sometimes we you know we all didn't get taught this mm. we all like we all didn't go to class school for this yeah. community thing like we it was like an outlet for us but don't get me wrong it, it, it Sometimes it had to be taught. Sometimes it was self-taught. So for me to have an outlet to teach the kids and give them a better, uh, how should I say, a better view on how Chicago forward could be, because it ain't just dance. It's a lifestyle. It's music. It's fashion. It's social media. It's marketing. It's like, et cetera, et cetera. Like, it's more than one thing in itself. So you know, me having the opportunity to get some kids that joined my own battle click was like a plus for me. And it was like, I need to uh, pass this torch mm. to these kids. So like, you know, it became to the point where it's a mentoring group, like, like you know, an outlet for kids that can come down. Like, you know, Chum has his studio where, you know, he's, he's, he has a safe haven for them. So, mm utilize his space. And of course he's you know he's one of the leaders of Goon Squad just like me. And we both do our part in in the group as far as like you know um keeping the kids on straight like even when they dealing with personal stuff at home or oh, like yeah. yeah like so like what Brady? He he got he has it. I don't have it. Sorry. Right here. Go go show him. Sorry. So oh, like like you know, <laughs> like like personal stuff or like you know they they always come there and relieve stress with dancing or like any other thing like you know it's just I, I feel like it, it's a great opportunity and I'm glad I'm in the position I am to teach and to and to guide them and mentor them in the right spot or at least what I think is right for them. You know, when they get older, they got to make their own choices and deal with their own battles and stuff. But I'm always going to be that helping hand whenever they need me. Just like, you know, like I'm, I'm a father to them. I'm kind of like a big brother, a father to them in Goon Squad as well. Yeah. And it, it's, a, it's a big plus on for both of us. Yeah, it's all it always works out good. It's like, it's true what they say. Like, whenever you teach, you're also learning at the same time. Yeah, of course. No. Of course. Ain't no, I, I always was a firm believer there's no limit to learning. 
I don't care you're a legend or anything, there's no limit to learning because everything's always evolving. Like, like it, it'd be hard when people be getting older and times change all the time. Everything remix, but it's like, you know, just being a and being a being a part of it and watching certain seeds grow, mm-hmm. that that'd be the accomplishment for me. Like, you know, like I had something to do with that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good feel, man. That's good that you do that. Man, I, I, so I think I saw somewhere because you just said about teaching and were you self-taught as far as footwork? You teach yourself or do you have like one particular instructor or something? Um, for me, I was kind of self-taught. So footworking for me started when I, I when I captured footwork, it was the music first. Mm. Me and my brother was on the porch one day, and I uh, and our neighbor named Tony, he was playing this track mix called Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare uh, on Elm Street. Yeah, DJ bad. Clint back in like Clint, it was like it was like a mix of 2003 or something. Yeah, the album cover had Freddie, if I remember right. Yeah, I had that. I had that CD, man. Yeah. Yeah. So we we was just telling. We was like, what is this? And he was like, I got this CD from the mall. Y'all only y'all can have it. Mm. So me and my younger brother, we was listening to it. And then my, my sisters was always part of uh, a dance group called um, Total Domination okay. and Full Effect. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so, well, my mom was a big supporter of their dance groups. So mm-hmm. we'd go to the dance downs. And what catched my eye was... At, at every end of a routine choreography hip hop show, they had solo footwork routines, or they was just soloing, and it was like, damn, it caught my eye. Yeah. Like, you know, um, so from there, in the beginning, nobody showed me nothing. I learned on my own by just watching. Um, of course, you didn't know what you was doing, but you kind of, you kind of had the idea of what it looked like then it's like okay you a Chicagoan like yeah <laughs> like but um as time went on I was in high school of course everybody trying something new I uh when I when I started for working I really really wanted to learn like as far as history style and all that you know yeah. some people had different use it as a hobby or use it as you know the, the ladies like it, or just for popularity and stuff like or, that. Or all of the, all of the above. Man, <laughs> man. So for me, yeah. when I when I got in the game around that time, I always been with one battle click was Goon Squad all the time. It's always been Goon Squad. That's when Chemistry Sticks, Doug D, Big Boy. Uh, I mean, I can't leave the Pope out, of course. Oh, uh, yeah, around that era. Okay. So it's like going there, going to practice around that time uh, at the Ark on Howard. That's when that's when we was residing at around that time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was learning Goon Squad style around that time, or just footwork period. And I feel like when I ran into certain other footworkers, I picked up certain stuff. So it's like I would say, like SG, one of my closest. I felt like we was involving together. SG, my brother Malcolm, that milk uh, I was just talking about earlier about the music. We was okay. all involving together. But they, the funny thing about it is, they was in the group way before I was. 
they already had clean on the floor and they younger than me. So like learning from them and then learning from Sticks, Chemistry, Big Boy, Doug D, and then like other footworkers such as uh I go Ace Buggy. Mm-hmm. I had learned some stuff from him. Uh of course AG in the long run when me and him got cool. Yeah. When I when I start learning the history more, that's when Wolfpack came in the picture. Yeah. And some of the tunnel people like like hot. But, uh yeah. Like, but when it came to like Goon Spot style, like at first I didn't get the chance to meet Kieran around that time. Like I didn't get the uh person close, close and personal teaching around that time. So it was like a little small time. He was out the picture. When mm-hmm. I learned from Kieran, we had a DVD called Goon Squad DVD, and it was the styles on that. And it's like the one when I've been watching the DVD, it's like I knew them personally, but I never met them around that time. It was a short son, he has it, son. Thank you. Around that time, so like you know, what? Oh my God. Hey, he want to be interviewed too, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man? Say hi. Man, what you snacking on, brother? Come on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so around that, around that time, um, I was just learning off this DVD from them. And then when I when I got into it, them, they started coming back in the picture. It got, you know, I started learning my craft a little bit more. But like I was saying, when we started really learning the, the good foundation of footwork, and that's when Wolfpack came in the picture. Okay. Tunnel. Uh, long down the line, I got to meet Anthony Brown, you know, one of the pioneers. Yeah, which you know, that's that's around the time, a little bit before the era had formed. Okay. You no, know, yeah, it was man, it was a lot. I I got picked up from a lot of people. So like, as far as being, yeah, I started self talk and then I started picking up. What I felt was right around me, or what, or what I could grasp, you know. Yeah. But so, but as soon as like I met them, them, some certain legends, and then the pioneers, that's when I started understanding the foundation of footwork and a little bit more, as far as the history and where it came from and where it started. Yeah, man, I can relate to that all the way, man. Because I'm not from Chicago. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but I'm from Joliet. Whoa! Back- I'm from yeah, Joliet. whoa! Oh yeah, okay, right on. Not too many people know, man. So like, <laughs> you know, and and unfortunately, when people do know, they're like, oh yeah, I got a cousin in, in, in Will County or State right. Prison or something. I'm like, it ain't never nothing positive, you know. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> like, golly. But yeah, man. So back in when I was in high school, we footwork and everything. But you know, we Joliet's influenced by Chicago, so. We wasn't like the creators or nothing. We would try to pick stuff up when we could, you know. So like a lot was like like you were saying, you just had to observe when we could get out to like Dalton and Markham and all that. We would just right. have to like watch and try to pick something up and couldn't get it all the way exact, kind of make it our own, whatever. But every every once in a while, we'd have an instance where you get with somebody at a party or whatever, and they'll show you a move, but. Yeah, man. So, like, I got appreciation for that, man. Like, self-talk. Yeah. I can feel that all the way, man. You like a yeah. Rocky Rocky Balboa footwork. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense, though. It makes yeah. sense. That type of uh, aspect. Yeah, because, you know, it's very, it was very 
organic for all of us. The people who I'm just saying back in the day learning and trying to pick up on it. Mm. You know, at first you was just wanting to have a good time. You ain't like when it got serious to the point when it, it got real serious when you started going out that battle and trying to make a name for yourself. That's yeah. one thing I could say. Like you treated this like a job, but we weren't getting paid for it mm. around that time. We were, it was just something like it was a sport within our communities in different communities in different mm. times. So for, for, for it to be expanded the way it is now is just crazy. Like what if it was like how it is now back then? We wanna know. Yeah. We wanna know. Like and then depend on and then it depends on what uh give me a pencil. No. It, it then it then it depends on what era you came in. So like you you had the people that was always at the UFIU parties, uh-huh. out parties, you know. A lot a lot of little things that I, I didn't get to do. I think I uh came before the YouTube era of footworking. Uh-huh. Um the YouTube era when everybody was doing it and it was going on YouTube and looking at their favorite forwards or whoever they saw first. Like the, the people I'm gonna point out, the two people that impacted on a YouTube era of footworking, I would say is Bub and Charles. Like Bub and Charles? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, because it's like, you know, and they always used to get them mixed up because they light skin. Uh. Kind of funny. <laughs> but you had yeah. them, you had, you had them two. One of the two biggest footworkers called from YouTube era. That's that's what me and Big Boy call it. Yeah. Um, of course, you got AG and all of them, but it, it it was hard to find them type of footworkers on YouTube. And then that's when YouTube got popular. Then that's when everybody started recording uh, at uh, certain dance events. You know. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, I felt like, yeah. It was a lot of YouTube era footworkers, which is not bad. You know, I don't feel like it's bad. It helped spread. Oh, how should I say? It, it helped. It made people. It inspired people to come out more. Like mm. even though some YouTube footworkers, well, let's say we went to like Warzone, and then like it'd be a bunch on there, and it, it, like they'd do all the dancing in the world in their living room, looking at your video, but then they'd be they'd be like on the sideline watching the real wow. hitters go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then they'd dance on the sideline, which is it's understandable in a sense, you know. It's a part of uh how should I say confidence. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some they built that confidence right then and there. Like some people weren't ready for that. Like, like I said, this was most of the self-talk. Some people weren't ready for that uh gutterness of the footwork game. Like you got called weak, you couldn't get in certain circles, you couldn't um like say, Oh, I want to battle you, like you yeah. have to earn some type of respect. Man, I, mean, I, yeah. I feel like it was harsh, but I feel like it it paved the way for tough skin. So, <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> that's for real, man. I can remember. Oh man, so we had our like dance circle in Joliet, right? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I was one of the guys around my time frame, around my you know my my era. So I was one of the ones that was like up up there. You know, modestly speaking, but compared to Chicago, I'm all the way down at the bottom. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole different bracket. But I, right. remember, I remember like, 
Oh, like I I moved away a couple of times. Like I live in Alabama and Seattle, but I remember when I I came back, man, because it wasn't really no footwork going on down in Alabama. Like it started right. up as I was leaving. It was crazy. House arrest two came to AM, like my last year of being there. But when I got back home, uh I went to Nitro, man. And I'm like, man, let me, I gotta see something. I gotta see something. And uh there was, I don't know what crew was there. And uh they they had they circle and everything. I'm like, man, I know I'm old like a mug, these mugs younger than me. <laughs> and I know I, I know I'm outdated like a mug. I'm gonna get in the circle though. Man, I got up in there, I was trying to do my thing and smooth. I heard one of cats like, man, that's weak. And they all just walked off. I was like, oh. Damn. Hey, Before that hit, I was like, oh. Well, I feel like Fred Sanford, like, oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, folks is harsh, man. They're harder than the, harsh in the mud. So they don't tell they gonna tell the truth, but you know, sometimes if everyone no respect right there and they ain't know who you was, mm-hmm. that was harsh automatically. Like <laughs> that's one thing I can say about Chicago. You gotta have tough skin. You gotta have tough skin. It don't matter what what like what it is, they always gonna press you about something mm. unless you unless you impress them. Right then and there, like, and I noticed that growing up in Chicago, with anything, mm-hmm. sports, anything, I noticed that, like, really, man. What side yeah. of town you from? I'm from the north side of Chicago, uptown. Right on. Yeah, I was around. Uh, I grew up around the Rainbow Skating. Okay. Yeah. Area. Yeah, like that's when. Uh, yeah, before they closed down, when they found that dead body in there. A dead skeleton, oh. whatever. Yeah, it was some some Ooh. what made them close down. They found the dead skeleton in there or something. Uh because after like if you on certain weekends they will turn the skating ring to the bowl. Mm-hmm. Or they'll go the rainbow to the bowl. That's when it was the juking, the footworking and, and uh all that other stuff at night. But then they cut that out and they found that dead body in uh or whatever. I think it was a skeleton, I don't think it was an actual. I mean, it's dead regardless, but, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, I grew up, yeah, I grew up on the north side of Chicago and uptown. Man, right on. You ever go to, uh, it was on Sheridan, the north side. It was like a a center that they helped youth with their homework huh. and stuff. And at the end, they would uh, they I know would break, break dancing classes and stuff. I can't remember. It's been years since I've been. But, uh, what is he doing? <laughs> Stop. Oh, yeah, boy, something else. That's it, man. Yeah, uh, all of you things, like Boys and Girls Club, Park District. Mm. Um, I know it's one you're talking about. It was it was on Sheridan, like, in the middle, dead in the middle. Yeah, uh, outside the building was a bunch of, like, different color. Yeah, like, yeah. I forgot the name of it. I, I don't know if that was After School Matters. I might be wrong. It wasn't at the school matter, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, they uh I think they do still got that right there. I don't know oh, if they've been utilizing it as much. Uh, you know, a lot of programs kind of slowed down way before COVID. Mm. But uh I think the only programs that was going um still 
is Boys and Girls Club. Cause, uh, you know, I, I didn't talk at Clarendon Park, Boys and Girls Club, Chase Park. Uh, I don't think I ever taught it at the school matter, though. I wasn't that good right around that time. But other than that, yeah, I, ta- I taught at them type of centers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You you dead on. I know what you're talking about because right there is um down that street is a building I grew up in. It's called Lakeside Apartments. Okay. It's like dead in the middle because when you said Sheridan, I already knew what you was talking about. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I already knew what you was talking about. I just can't. The name ain't, ain't clicking right there, but I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I can't yeah. figure the name either. I only been there like twice. But, right. Um, yeah. Yeah. They got a lot of. They had a lot of stuff going on back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um. I think I think the same people, well not same people, uh the same mixture of people are doing stuff like that. Cause when you said like breakdancing and all that, yeah, I know enough for um still reaching out and having back in the day we used to call it Uptown Fest mm-hmm. in the summertime. And everybody be like, you know, who live in Uptown come together. It'd be like some breakdancing. Shout out to Mad Dog because he has a lot of uh work. Yeah. With Cooper Links in the north side of Chicago. Well, I don't know if he's still north. But yeah, he's still north. He's still north. Uh-huh. In my uh, neighborhood. He uh they call Cooper Links. He worked with a lot of youth there too. Okay. And whenever like, you know, whenever I can like pop up and show that I always come show love because I you know, he ain't even from over there, he's doing his thing. Yeah. You know? He's he from the know, south side, right? Yeah, Mad Dog from Southside. And it's crazy because I do more work in the South Side than up north. Oh yeah. Yeah, he do a lot of work uh, north and outside. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, but I mean, it it it, um, it works out for the best because we both, you know, take a break, like go back on the other side. So shout out to Mad Dog. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm kind of miss a lot of things that used to go down there. But yeah, they had they have this uh thing called Uptown Fest, and all the communities come out. And be like dance communities, and be like break dancing, graffiti, art, all type of stuff. Oh, so yeah. yeah, yeah, it was live. I remember seeing inside they would let them graffiti up inside the building, and all that too. Yeah, yeah. And that is to the point where uh, I know the summertime they let them do like artwork on certain like uh, Uplift High School, which used to be called John F. Uplift High School, they did like graffiti on the walls. Clarendon Park did graffiti like on a concrete, concrete or like certain walls and stuff. Yeah, they they really deep within that. That's just like you know, um, I think they was teaching like the the culture of hip hop around that time. I think mm-hmm. they still are though. Like far as like clothes, dressing, poetry, music, mm-hmm. art, uh, <clears throat> acting, all type of stuff, dancing. Yeah. Man, right on. Man, so hey, P-Top, man, what, what do you want to happen with Goon Squad that hadn't happened yet? It's happening. It's happening? It's happening right now as we speak. Man. It's happening. Right it, on. It, um, for me personally, for Goon Squad, for you. I'm not mm-hmm. saying we never had you. We just had too many grown egos okay. in a group. Like we grew up with it and then like around that time we didn't uh take advantage of teaching mm-hmm. the youth almost. We didn't have as much opportunity to teach the youth. So um 
for me right now, it's happening. Like passing on to the fifth generation of footwork culture and other outlets. Like this was big for them when they went to LA. As far as like you know, getting getting being somewhat different, different atmosphere, and dancing as a collective. Yeah, and man. Born. So like, for me, that's big. It's real big. So every little opportunity they could get, I, I try to out. Like me and Tom always try to give it to them. Like as far as like, let's go do this, let's go do that. Like, man, I want I want them to um what I strive for Gold Squad in the future and which I'm I wanted to do, pass on to my my own youngies. Mm-hmm. I would want a center for it, it don't have to be in Chicago, but I'd rather be in Chicago as far as teaching Chicago footwork lifestyle and turn it into a business and capitalizing off. Son, chill out. Capitalizing off <laughs> like living stability, like mm-hmm. capitalizing off like being one of the best dancers, but not also just being the best dancers making a change, a difference. Like, what else did you do besides being one of the coldest footworkers? Yeah. Else did you, you know, that's that's one thing with me. Like, yeah. Like, uh, and I feel like I already got to that point when I proved myself and got my respect. It's like, I don't, I, this is just personally me. I don't feel like I gotta prove anything else. I gotta prove myself. What can I do outside of being one of the coldest footworkers? Mm-hmm. What, what, what type of uh, milestones can I leave for the group to outdo me. Yeah. That's 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 how I feel. I want them to be better than me. I want they they generation to be better than them. Like I want them to get better and better and better. Like I ain't wanna always be like, okay, he was cold, he, he won every battle and all this, or he battled this person. Okay, what change did he make? What mark right. did he leave in this world for you? What what shoes do you have to fill in? Like, you know. I, that's what I really want for going to Man, I'm glad that you say that, man. That's good. That's real good to hear. Thanks. Thank um, it's because uh, some people they look at dance as just something to be fun, which is cool. But mm-hmm. what I can see, it is something that could be used to really help. To one, help the community that you're in, and ultimately, man, what I'm seeing with footwork is it could be uh, like effective globally, because like now. As we were saying earlier, you know, the YouTube and all that, man, there's folks all over the place getting in on this. And it's to where it uh it's, it's allowing people to connect that normally wouldn't connect. I'm talking about across uh racial boundaries and all that too. It's not it's not just a dance, man. So man, that's dope. I'm I'm glad to hear it, man. Yeah, and I'm glad it's it's happening. It's yeah, yeah. It, it definitely is because it's like you know, all right. Far as like the Air Force crew, when we um started forward summer camp, mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm not knocking nobody for leaving and going to teach. And we left the country and left states and went to teach, but we also had to make sure we brought it back home. Mm-hmm. So our our plan was to put it back in the communities where we came from, yeah. and start with the dance communities because. Certain dance communities, certain dance teams, not all of them, lost the uh, the idea of footworking, how important it is to to the dance culture, how important it was 
at the end of the show, how important it was to our city to the point where people, some people used to downplay it. And mm. then some people was footworkers yeah. that, that tried to downplay it, you know? And I, and I, and, and, you know, at first it used to bother me, like, why the hell did you downplay something you came from? Yeah. Like, it was one time I had a friend who used to footwork and he tried to like, you know, like downplay it. Like he wasn't never there. Like you want to kick in the leg. I had to understand that was his personal issue with footwork because footwork did get him no type of revenue or no type of funds. Okay. He helped his livelihood. It, it wasn't for him to the point where uh, he was happy doing it, you know, or like I could do this for the rest of my life. And that's that was understandable. You know, at first I kind of like didn't Excuse, excuse my language. Didn't fuck with him after that because I, I feel like that's like some type of self hate type of thing, and then you want to take it off something that didn't do nothing to you. Yeah. But I had to understand. So it's like when you got like like for me, for instance, like I'm the father of five. Around that time, I was the father of four. Yeah. You know, it's been times me and they mother used to bump heads when we were together mm-hmm. about me footworking more. In a nine to five, and yeah, I didn't have I didn't have the um, the tools and the knowledge of utilizing my talents to get money around that time. Mm-hmm. We were all just doing what we love to do without no worries and no cares in the world. But yeah, that the reality always hit hard when it comes to real situations. So I can say my point of view. Before and it was a time I was for the quit for working, I quit dancing. Period. Right up. My point of view changed the day me and Bub went to do a movie scene with Al Pacino. And oh, just, yeah, yeah. And this is in 2013. Yeah, this before the era started and all that. Yeah, this was sparked the era, like you know, to to for it to happen. When me and Bud was to do that movie scene, yeah, boy. But when me and Bud was to do that movie scene with Al Pacino, it just changed our whole idea. It sparked like we could still do this and make money off of it. Yeah. You know, but it, it, it still got to be, yeah, son. It still got to be fun and all that. You want your cuppy? <laughs> your cup, go get cuppy. I'll pour you some juice. Yeah, it's still it's still gotta be fun and everything. Like it still gotta make sense. You gotta do it right. You don't wanna leave nobody out. You wanna you wanna be the ones to tell their story if they can't tell their story. You wanna be the ones to change perception of footwork and you wanna be the ones to take a different outlet on things, you know. Just wanna be different. Yeah. That's when my point of view changed when it came to like reality and footwork. Well, that's it for today's show. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and I hope you learned a lot. Hey, but check it out. Support our guest of the day. Our guest information will be listed on the screen. She'll be looking at it right now. Uh, the social media contacts, uh, the individual's websites and all that. And stay tuned because we will be continuing our conversation next week on Wednesday. Give us the works every Wednesday with your boy DJ Cornerstone. But until then, take care of yourself. God bless you. And footwork out. Footwork out. Footwork out.